If you want to know what is really happening in the world today, you need to read the Parsha HaShavua, the weekly Torah reading. Join Rabbi Mendel Lipska for the next hour as he delves and enumerates the themes running through the weekly Torah Parsha, only on 101.9 High FM. And a wonderful Shabbos to all of you. And of course, a good Chodesh today, as you know, is Rosh Chodesh Iyar, the day that we celebrate the new moon of the month of Iyar. And as I'm sure you heard throughout, well, all this time, that Iyar is an exceptionally special month, a month that is known as the month of healing, because based upon the acrostic, based upon the acronym of the words, the letters of the month Iyar, Aleph Yud Yud Resh, which stands for Ani Hashem I am God, your healer. Our sages, our mystical teachers tell us that, in fact, the month of Iyar is a time of great healing. And as we consider the situation that we're in, as we consider who we are, as we consider where we are, and what in fact is happening in our own community and throughout the world, it is absolutely important that we understand what the healing is all about, and we appeal to God that indeed He sends His great blessing of healing to all of us throughout the entire world and bring about a greater state of being. And as you heard last night from the president, who, by the way, I thought spoke very well last night, this lockdown is not going to end anytime soon. While, of course, it will be an easing of restrictions from time to time, nonetheless, the essential rules remain. And certainly for the immediate future, we know that we are going to be in lockdown for a considerable amount of time. And this is why it's important for each and every one of us to prepare accordingly. Yes, it's becoming a lot easier to understand and to live with the restrictions of lockdown. And while, of course, at the outset, we were all absolutely uncertain, how are we going to manage? How are we going to live? And while, of course, there are difficulties and there are situations of great difficulty, nonetheless, by and large, I believe that we within our own community are learning to live with the reality of lockdown and understand that there is great potential and positive purpose in our being within the confines of our own home. Yes, we are social creatures. We want to get out there, interact, interact socially and certainly interact religiously in shuls, etc. But for the time being, that is not the agenda that we are going to have to deal with. The agenda that we deal with now is the agenda of trying to live within the confines of our own home in the best possible way, and not only the best possible way, but to see the huge advantages that we have been given at this particular time. While, of course, all sorts of restrictions, but nonetheless we have the time to develop ourselves more and more. And this is something which is important for us to understand. We are human beings, creatures of intellect, creatures of emotion. And our intellect needs to be nurtured, to be fed, to be elevated. Our intellect needs to know more, understand more about ourselves, about life, about God, about the Torah, about each other, about the entire world. And this is a time that we have the time. We need the inclination, but we have the time to deal with those matters. There is so much available out there, whether we have a huge library or no library at all. Today, through the Internet, we are able to access incredible amounts 
of data throughout the entire world written by scholars, written in language that we understand and appreciate. And from a Jewish perspective, there is so much out there that we certainly should try and investigate and to dedicate specific time, specific amount of time each and every single day to study, particularly the study of Torah. Torah is Torah Chaim. Our sages tell us Torah is a Torah of life. And it gives us life. And when we understand Torah, when we study Torah, it adds to the life that we go through, that we experience. And this is why today being a special day is Rosh Chodesh Ir, the first day of Rosh Chodesh Ir, as well as tomorrow. Shabbat is also going to be Rosh Chodesh Ir. But today is the first day of Rosh Chodesh. It's a good time to make that resolution of using our time correctly. So many people are busy trying to well, adjust themselves to lockdown and try to amuse themselves as much as possible. And while amusement is acceptable under the circumstances, nonetheless, it shouldn't occupy most of our time. Most of our time should be dedicated to the development of higher qualities in our life, higher dimensions in our lives, better dimensions in our lives through study and through knowing what it's all about. And this is why when we talk about a month of healing, we have to understand what healing is all about. And before we can understand what healing is all about, we have to have a bit of an insight into what illness is all about. Because what needs to be healed is illness. Something that has gone wrong, a pathology, something that has gone wrong within the environment that we live, within ourselves. And while, of course, there are those individuals who through study and application have become medical practitioners, understand these things a lot better. It is important for us to understand to the level that we need to understand what in fact illness is all about. And illness is not only a situation of physical pathology. Illness is a condition that somehow limits our being to live a fulfilled and complete life. This is what illness is really all about. Illness means something has entered into our lives that in a sense, restrict our being, restrict our growth, restrict our development. But more of that soon. This is the Parsha Hashavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. We're talking about illness, we're talking about healing, and we're talking about understanding the concept of illness in order for us to understand how healing takes place. And in actual fact, this week's Parsha, Tazriya Mitzara, speaks to us about a certain type of illness that existed during the time when the temple was standing. An illness that interfered with the spiritual consciousness of the individual. It wouldn't allow him to function properly and correctly with his body and with his soul. And I say those words with absolute purpose and meaning. Because one of the fundamentals that we have to accept in order to understand the human condition, in order to understand our condition, not only within the context of the epidemic now, but life generally, is to recognize and realize that a human being, a person, a Jew, is a combination of two very important elements, the body and the soul, the physical and the spiritual. And the physical, of course, limited by time and space, defined in a particular sort of way. And the soul, which is spiritual, which has less restriction and less limitation, it's also defined in a particular sort of way. But the harmony, the interaction, the relationship 
of body and soul enables us to understand the condition of the human being. A body is a physical thing. And while, of course, every single morning we make a prayer, we say a prayer, to talk about God's wonders that he created our body in a miraculous sort of way, with all sorts of valves and openings, and if something should open, when it should be closed, and vice versa. This can create all sorts of problems within the human condition. Nonetheless, we marvel. We marvel at this creature, a human being that God created, with so many incredible elements, and is able to function, is able to exist, able to live. It's a miracle. We think about it. We breathe air, which gives us energy. We eat food and drink water, which nurtures us. And all this turns into life-giving force. But at the same time, it's vital to understand that a human being has a soul, an ishama. And the purpose of the show prime, of the nishama primarily is to give us life. And while we have to stop from time to time and consider what is life, Life is not only animation, of course, that's the basic element of life. But life is far beyond, well, only animation. Life is something which gives us higher purpose, not only emotionally, intellectually, or spiritually. It gives us higher purpose as a result of the fact that enables us to understand our purpose here in this physical world. And it's the combination of body and soul that makes for the human condition. Now, it's important to understand that the life-giving force of the soul functions in two separate, different ways. Number one, it gives life generally, what we refer to as life in all its definitions. What is the soul? It gives us life. But the soul also possesses specific Specific expressions of life which enable specific organs within the body to function correctly. Yes, there is the general life-giving force of the neshama, of the soul, but there's also the very specific life-giving forces that the soul contains. For instance, the power of sight. You have a physical organ called the eye, but the power of sight comes from the soul through the nervous system and enters into this physical organ called the eye, and it gives it the power of sight, not only life generally, but a very specific power. And so it is with hearing, and so it is with everything else within the human body. There are hundreds of emanations that come from the soul, energy forces specifically addressing the whatever organ it is. And this is something that we have to understand, this type of relationship. Because as our Hasidic and Kabbalistic masters tell us, what is one of the basic concepts of illness? It can be one of two things. Number one, that the organ itself is faulty. God forbid the eye, the actual physical eye, is faulty. Or it can be that something is blocking the energy that comes from the soul to the eye. And this is why we have all sorts of conditions that create a lack of proper sight. And so it is within every organ, within every element within the body, it might be the vessel, that particular organ, something has gone wrong. Or it might be that there's a blockage that doesn't allow the nervous system to deliver a specific life power to that specific organ. 
And a person has to think, what has to be healed? This is the quality that makes a doctor a great doctor. Is it the organ itself? Is it the energy, the life-giving power and force that comes into this particular organ and how to deal with it? And sometimes you have to deal by strengthening a particular organ or by doing all sorts of interventions that correct the physical fault within the physical organ, and sometimes it goes deeper than that. You have to somehow correct that blockage to remove that element that stops the flow of life-giving energy in a specific way to a specific area of the body. And so it is in every single area of life. We have to understand what's wrong, what's happened. Is something wrong with our bodies? Is something wrong with the physical dimensions of the world? Or is that neshama power, that God-given energy that creates and gives life, that gives individual power strength to individual organs within ourselves, within the world, something is blocking those dimensions. And this is what healing is all about. Healing is being able to understand and to discern what is actually the problem and then how to deal with it correctly. Now, there are a great many things wrong in this world. But at the same time, that divine energy is always there. And it's our duty as people, as Jews, to recognize and understand what we have to do. And this is why, interestingly enough, the month of year, the month of year called the month of healing, is given to powerful, powerful elements with which we are able to correct so much of the problems that affect the world and the human condition. One, of course, is the counting of the Omer. Every single day during the month of year, we have to count the Omer. And the Omer, of course, is not only saying the blessing and counting that particular day, but as you will see in most Sidurim, that each and every single day has a very specific character based upon the seven emotional dimensions contained within the human being, whether it's kindness, chesed, whether it's gevura, severity, whether it's tiferes, beauty, there are seven, and the seven are combined, each with the other, to create 49. And each and every single day has a particular character, has a particular personality, not only in the sense that spiritually that day has this particular character, but more so, we have to see it within ourselves. What is the chesed within ourselves? What is this concept of kindness that we possess? Or the concept of severity? How they interact and how each one is made of, by, made up of by a particular combination of others as well. Now this is a difficult process. It's a difficult process, but nonetheless, something that has been explained to us time and again at lower levels, at higher levels, but it's there. And when we understand that and we address that particular character of that particular day contained within ourselves, we are able to create a state of correctness, a state of healing. And the other thing that we have during the month of year is that having started on the Shabbat right after Pesach, Pirkei Avot, the ethics of the fathers, where each and every single week we study another one of the six chapters of Pirkei Avot. Now what is Pirkei Avot? As I'm sure you've heard so many times, Pirkei Avot is that part of the Mishnah, that part of the oral law that deals with character refinement. 
to better ourselves, to elevate ourselves, to recognize shortcomings and to recognize qualities and to know how to deal with each one, to transform the negative into a positive, to refine the positive even to higher levels. This is what the month of ear is all about. The month of ear is a time that we have the ability and the God-given blessing of recognizing specific, micro-specific elements of our character, of our emotional makeup, of our feelings, and at the same time, the teachings of the sages that elevate us to altogether higher and greater levels. And this is part of the process of the healing miracle that takes place during the month of year. It's not only a month that we theoretically speak about healing and we appeal to God as we should to bring about miraculous healing change. The month speaks to us about wonderful things that we can do. It takes effort, takes dedication, takes study. In order to know ourselves, it's not an easy process. But at the same time, the information is there and we are able to recognize that uniqueness the information of the ethics of Father is there. And this is the healing process of the month of year that we are entering into today. And it's going to be a month of great healing, but more of that soon. This is the Pasha Hashavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. We're talking about healing, we're talking about illness, we're talking about how a person must understand the conditions of his very being, this marvelous, wondrous, miraculous combination of body and soul. This is something that we have to understand in order to go forward. As I mentioned earlier on, it's Rosh Chodesh, today and tomorrow. And in order for us to appreciate how we can use the Rosh Chodesh message to our benefit during this time... Tomorrow, had there been shul, we would have taken out a second Torah and we would have read a very special haftarah. A haftarah that comes from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah was talking to the Jewish people at the time where unfortunately the king Menashe had done something terrible. He brought a four-faced idol into the temple and in that way created spiritual havoc. The presence of God left the temple. And it's important for us to understand what in fact is taking place. God, through the mouth of Isaiah, turns around to the Jewish people and he says, Hashemayim Kisi, the heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house can you build for me? I've created everything, says God. You think by putting up a beautiful structure, a beautiful edifice, this is going to contain my presence in the physical world. Don't you understand? I have given you an incredible opportunity of taking this physical world and creating within this world a place where the Shekhinah, the revealed presence of God, can be seen and can be felt. But in order to accomplish that, you have to ensure that this house of God, the spiritual place that you've created, is indeed a fact that reflects spirituality, holiness, and goodness. God says, I turn to the brokenhearted. I turn to the impoverished, people who are humble, because they understand what, in fact, their purpose on life is. Because once we become 
too comfortable. Once we become, well, too relaxed, too accustomed to the physical dimensions of life and overlook the spiritual dimensions of life, my presence leaves, and this creates an illness all of its own. This is what the prophet Isaiah, many years ago, is telling the Jewish people. That just as the body is a wondrous combination of body and soul, so is the world, all of creation, all of creation, a wondrous relationship between the physical creation that God brought into being and his spiritual presence. And the same rules apply. Sometimes the organ, sometimes the world is in a state of illness. Sometimes, for whatever reason, God decides that there is a blockage from his incredible, generous, loving, kind, good emanations. There's a blockage. It doesn't enter into his physical creation properly. And this is why we have to do whatever we can, whatever we can in order to ensure that that wondrous relationship of body and soul, God and creation, continues to interact perfectly one for another with another and to create, develop, maintain and sustain this wonderful relationship of healing. This is what this month is all about. This is the month that we are able to accomplish great, extraordinary things. This is the month that we are able to do things in an altogether different way. And the greater the challenge the greater the challenge, the greater the reward. The greater the challenge, an indication that we have greater powers. We have greater abilities, greater strength. God will not give us a challenge that we cannot overcome. It might be difficult, and often it is, but it's there, and we have that ability. And as we've seen in the last couple of weeks, People have somehow brought out from within themselves incredible, incredible powers, creative powers, ability to create different dimensions within, well, what was a very ordinary life up to that point. People are suddenly proud, the realization that we can do these great things. And this is why we read this Haftarah on Rosh Chodesh, because at the end of the Haftarah we speak about how there will be a time that every single Shabbat, every single Sabbath, and every single Rosh Chodesh, all of mankind, all of humankind, will come to God's holy temple to rejoice in His greatness. Isaiah is giving us an incredible vision of the future, the Messianic era. And this is something which is so important for us to understand because right now, this is the hope, this is the vision, this is the desire of so many people. That there should be an incredible healing, a messianic healing, a healing that changes all of reality into something which is extraordinary and something which is great. Now when you're sitting at home tomorrow, and during your davening, you take out a chumash, and you read the portion. And you read the special Haftarah for Rosh Chodesh. Think to yourself of what can you do to ensure that Iyar is a month of great healing. Think about the illness of the world and how to remove that illness. Think about the illness of the world and how to transform it into something which is greater, into something which is better. This is what the Parsha is all about. We take this strange illness called Sarat and we transform it, we elevate the individual to a far higher level.
This is a time of great opportunity. This is a time that we have the strength. So have a good Chodesh. Have a good Shabbos. Help change the world. Good Shabbos.